company. Like we, we somebody uh, messed up the money, and it's like you know, it, yeah. Well, you know what? I I think that that um, yeah. I I I picked up on that when I wrote that book, Financial Lovemaking, uh, uh, years ago, yeah. and um, and I would just interview uh different people, and I remember hearing several times from women, um, really tragic <laughs> stories about things that happen when their ex-husband or boyfriend messed up the money and some of these financial traumas were pretty significant um i still i still remember one lady who said that she was um she was uh living in a wealthy neighborhood she lived next door to bob costas and she had built this blanket of financial security she thought everything was fine and uh lo and behold she finds out that her husband would had a crack addiction oh. and yeah that he was um smoking up the family money so the money went up in smoke literally and uh she lost so she ended up losing her husband and her house at the same time and has zero dollars and zero cents in the bank and um and that kind of that kind of blew my mind and i remember hearing another story about a, a woman who uh who dated a guy in college who was a basketball player and he um you know and i remember being in college and you know at the university of kentucky which is a big basketball school and all the girls wanted to hang out and date the basketball players. And uh, and so she got her one. She bagged the prize. She got the prize. Uh, well, he wasn't quite the prize, uh, you know, especially after he couldn't play basketball anymore because he didn't have any other transferable skills. You know, so he uh, they, they made a lot of money playing with him playing basketball in Europe. And she said they would go on these really expensive vacations and travel around the world and everything else. And uh, but there was no financial plan for life after basketball. So none of that money was being saved. None of it was being invested. It was just being spent as fast as he can make it. And so eventually he did what all of us do, which is he got older, he couldn't play anymore. And, uh, and of course that led to what you mentioned on the previous slide, that when the income started dropping, the financial problems started rising or the family, sorry, the relationship problems started rising, you know? And so they were fighting over money going back and forth. And eventually, you know, they broke up and uh so she was about 36 years old she had two kids and she went from this amazing life with all this money to living back with her parents back in new jersey and uh and she was asking me what do i do next and i and i said okay go buy you a time machine and pick a different <laughs> husband but in all seriousness though i think those stories are important for young people especially to hear uh and all of us are young people you know if you don't if you don't feel young just go find somebody older than you and they'll tell you how young you are um, but I think it's important for all of us to learn these stories before it's too late, you know, because sometimes you can't hit that rewind button. And, uh, and, and, and it's very sad because you see these mistakes happen quite often. It just hurts way more. I think it's just there's certain things that you sign up for when you get married and you never sign up for this sort of thing. It's just almost like, and, you know, it'd be interesting if if they had somebody there to kind of guide them through wherever they end up, you know, yeah. to get yeah. down to the nitty gritty of it. And um, that's so unfortunate for her. You know, that's another, and that's another topic yeah. that, I think, that I think is very unique for our community. Um, I was, uh, you know, you and I are friends with um, uh, a couple, um, uh, Layla Ali and her husband, and Layla's a wonderful lady. Her husband, Curtis Conway, is a great guy. So Curtis and I were talking. I don't think Curtis will mind me sharing this story. And he talked about his years in the NFL and the massive financial mistakes he saw some of his friends making. 
And uh, and he said, you know, this is kind of crazy because a lot of us got our money when we were really young. And by the time you blow it, you, you know, by the time you, you hit 25, 26 years old, your career might be over and you've blown a lifetime of wealth. And, uh, and a lot of them came from homes where they didn't have uh, financial mentorship or guidance, uh, you know, of any form. And um, and so it, it, it's uh, it's very sad. It's a lot. There's a lot of lost opportunity there. And I, I really agree with you. I think that if you don't have the mentorship that you need from your family, go find it somewhere else. You know, get it, get it from us. We know what we're talking about. We'll we'll agree to be your parents, <laughs> even if you're older than us. We'll still be your parents. You know, I, because I, I just really think that we have to really think about these things when we're talking about all this black wealth that gets lost and everybody says black wealth is going down almost like it's just happening. Like God is just doing it and it's just occurring. There's nobody knows what what's going on. Well, I've dissected this. I've actually looked at the, the wealth leaks and that's a massive wealth leak uh, that, that occurs in a lot of our families lost opportunity. So go ahead, babe. Yeah, and it, it, it does come back to the management, like how you manage your finances in your household. Who's the most trustworthy person? And I really do think the more frugal person in the relationship really should be the person looking over everything. The person who like, and next week, by the way, next week when we meet, you'll be going, you'll be doing a whole bunch of assessments. And I think like if you're the more frugal, frugal person, you need to be the one. And there's, these individuals are usually the one to step up and be the financial man. I mean, it's important for, you know, the people in the household to know what's going on but there really needs to be a point person like the person the person with the most anxiety <laughs> you know anxious and anxiety is a good thing like that's the thing like some people think oh anxiety is terrible no i mean crippling anxiety is terrible but i just think like having a little bit of anxiety is really great because that motivates you to stay on top of what's going on with the money so every month like every month i pay the bill can I share that voice? I can't. Well, yeah, yeah. You you share what you you share what you. I want to prepare y'all because there's <laughs> gonna be times where me and my wife are going to be really disagreeing with each other, <laughs> and, and and we're gonna and we're gonna disagree in a way that won't turn into like a, a, a argument. But let me just tell you, me and my wife, me and my wife have different financial personalities. You know, she is yeah. the she's the frugal one, and yes, I'm the I I, and I'm the risk taker. But what but, Right, but but no, no, but but I'll give you the good and the bad of that, and why that actually we've actually been able to make that work. I I appreciate your your frugal nature, but go ahead, please. Yeah, I'm very frugal, so like you'd be happy to know that you know this weekend I spent a lot of time going over bills and making sure everything is paid. Now, boys makes a lot of more money than I do, so it's it's fun being the financial management. <laughs> I love managing finances. You know, it's great. It's, somebody needs to be the point person to pay everybody. And so mm -hmm. in terms of that, um, I definitely pay everybody. So I don't want people thinking that you slaving me out, boys. Like I'm the one paying. Boyce pays his share. You pay more than your share in, in this house. So I, we appreciate that. All of us appreciate it. Yeah, but, but, but in all uh, seriousness, though, I mean, but it does take, you know, communication and coordination. Yes. Um, and, it, and also it takes something that you don't see I don't see as much of this, you know, when I listen to online conversations as I, as I wish I as, as I wish I could, which is um, I think it takes uh, patience and humility. Like, I think you have to accept, you know, especially when you talk about a marriage or working with other people, whether it's business partners or a relationship partner, which a relationship partner pretty much is a business partner, because to some extent, I mean, a marriage is a legal contract. Um, you have to be able to humble yourself and accept the fact that you are sharing power. 
in the decision making and you're going to have to share power and, and go along with things that fundamentally don't even sit necessarily sit right with you that where you're like i don't even like this i don't want to do this but you have to have that respect for the person that you're partnered with um to just say okay you know what you you we'll, we'll do it that way um you know and, and i'll say that you being frugal <clears throat> definitely is good because it does because uh, that's what i do need i need i you know i i I, I have taken had times where I've taken too much risk or spent too much money on certain things, not on stupid stuff, but it might be like business related. You know, I love to, I love to invest. I, I invest in so many things, you know, and what I do is I stretch you a little bit. I'll, I'll, I help you kind of see bigger visions to say, okay, let's go ahead and do this. Let's, let's, let's make this investment. And I think we've been able to do that pretty well. So go ahead. Yeah, I think so. And it really takes, um, it takes a lot of trust. Like, boys, trust me. Actually, boys, you have blind faith in me. Like, yeah. he doesn't need to check. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. It is. It's blind faith. And he doesn't have to check behind me about anything. I don't think, no. have you ever checked behind me? I don't think boys ever check behind me. He's like, oh, Alicia said it was done this way, that it was done this way. So Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> It's blind faith. And that's what happens when you're the more frugal person. You just become the one that just gets it done like that. So no checking behind me. And I think that's what's important. Like we always need, you need one in a bunch. Two, two spendthrifts. I don't know how do you get together. They really need to not <laughs> just be careful. So anyway, so that's that. Wait, should we pause for questions? Because I do want to go. Um, well, if it, anybody has a question, I want everybody to know just a reminder, if you log in at lovingmoneymasterclass.com, Everything that we do here will be recorded and saved, and it's yours for life. You can have this for life. Um, share it with your whole family, all that stuff. Just log in at lovingmoneymasterclass.com. Uh, and uh, and so um, I, I'm going to look in the Q&A section for your questions. I, I do see Okay, see if there's questions. I can go on and talk about divorce rates and stuff. And ah, okay. Faye Dawkins asked a very good question. This is a great question because it gets to what we were going to talk about earlier. She says, I didn't realize this was a couples course until after I submitted my registration. However, I'm currently single. Please advise whether I should disconnect. So I'm going to answer that question first. And then Alicia, you can jump in because um, I want to make that clear. This is about relationships. This is not necessarily a couples course. Couples, uh, marriage, dating, all that, that is a type of relationship. But remember, when we talked about what an organization is and, and, the, uh, and the ability to form institutions as a key mechanism for wealth building, uh, remember, we defined organizations and institutions as a nexus of relationships. So your ability to build wealth is directly connected to your ability to form healthy relationships with other people, but not just romantic relationships. Uh, romantic relationships, that's one slither of it, but there are relationships you have with your children, their relationships you have with your parents, relationships you have with your friends, relationships you have with your business partners. And uh, and I can tell you as a person who's seen, I've seen a lot of money come and go and everything else in, you know, in terms of the spaces I've been in, people that are able to manage their relationships most effectively are the ones who build the most wealth. They, they have that saying that it's a cliche, but it's true. When they say your network is your net worth. And when I watch people like George Frazier, who's known throughout the world as being one of the greatest networking gurus of all time, tell them, Alicia, George is just the most, um, the most diplomatic, charming, amazing, coolest, most thoughtful human being ever. He's a really great guy. And, 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 and what that does is it manifests itself in the fact that George is just friends with everybody. George can get things done because he has all these relationships. So when he needs to go raise another half a million dollars to get some, to do something, he's got a bunch of people he can call, right? So, so that's what I want you to really 
kind of drill into. And then also there, there's your relationship with money. Uh, and, and, and so, but with Alicia being a therapist, we're going to also talk about financial attachment styles and financial anxiety, financial trauma and things like that. That's more personal. And then there's just that relationship with yourself. And that to me is what I gained from, from therapy was having a better relationship with myself. So uh, I hope that that answers the question. Uh, and, uh, and, and yes, it is. And now if you are, now here's the thing too, even if you are single at some point, there, there may be a time where you do connect with another person. And, uh, you know, in, in the romantic sense. So so here's the thing. Um, relationship training, romantic relationship training is not something you should do after you're in the relationship. Because what, because then you'll be it's frustrated. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because then by then you're going to look back and realize you picked the wrong person. <laughs> you know? and, and what do you do then? You know, because sometimes you may be making progress and growing, but your partner may not be growing. And, and, and that's going to be frustrating to you. So the best time to really be prepared is when you are at a distance from a relationship. So you can look ahead and even, you know, even vet people out from a distance to even say, you know, I don't even think I could even try to have a relationship, that type of relationship with this kind of person, because I identify four or five signs that Dr. Alicia noted in class that I need to think about when it comes to forming my relationship. So um, so, so even if you're single in here, I assume every, every single person in here has thought about linking up with somebody at some point. So, so, so that's another side benefit of the class. So that gives you sort of the scope of what we're doing over the next four to six weeks. Yeah. yeah. I really wish that like, um, because before I got on here, Taylor, Taylor came to me and she was like, can I sit in on it? And I was thinking, yeah, you need to sit in on this. Cause you need to hear, you know, what you need to think about before. I mean, she's an adolescent. She needs to know this going into life. She needs to know how important these kind of decisions are. So I feel like mm -hmm. children, this needs to be a curriculum for kids. Oh, bring your, bring your kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if your kids learn these yeah. things, I, I talk to our kids about relationships all the time, not necessarily dating, yeah. but more so like just, you know, how to be a good friend be a good person. Be nice to people. If you're nice to people, people will want to be your friend. And then you have more friends. You have more power. You have more success. You have more opportunity when you have more friends. Um, if someone says, how can I get my family to come together for, for a first time meeting to discuss money management skills? Do you have, do you have a thought on that? Brenda's asking that question. I say, I say, um, uh, talk to everybody individually and ask them where they are with mm. things. Yeah. And, um, and then do an invitation. Yeah. And it, and it, it, I think, I think, I think the invitation is the, the best way to go. I mean, you can't make you can't make people do stuff. Yeah, and so yeah, because boys, we've talked about this. Yeah, do not make somebody do anything. And I think that um, that uh, if people come, work with the people who've come. If the people do not come, any individuals that do not come, do not hold it against them. Okay, mm -hmm. do not. I, I don't want whether they show up to these meetings that you want to have about family business, about anything that has to do with money or investments and all of that. If they don't show up, you have to be compassionate and graceful to people who aren't where you are, mm. because at one point you were where they were, you know, and yeah. maybe on different topics, you're not where they are. So maybe they're way more advanced spiritually and, and than you mm -hmm. are right now. Like it, you just can't hold it against them and start judging them and making comments about them. It's that's, that's the piece where I, I just 
just want to caution mm -hmm. not to do. The people who come are the people who get it. It could be that maybe down the line, they're at the point where they can now come, but I definitely don't want you like giving the side eye to anybody at Christmas dinner because they didn't come to your meeting. Don't take it personal. So I just want to make, yeah. want to make sure it doesn't mean that they're, they don't care about money. It just means they're just not it's a personal decision. Like losing weight is a personal decision. Going to therapy is a personal decision. Doing all these things, it's something where people have to make the commitment to do amongst themselves. Maybe they're just not in a position where they feel like I'm not ready for that kind of thing right at this moment. Maybe they don't even know why they're not showing up. Like 10 years ago, if voice came to me, actually less than 10 years ago, come to me and say, let's do a, a class on love and money. I'd be like, there's no way that's even related. Get out of my face, boys, with that, with that mm -hmm. idea. You know, because I wasn't there. I wasn't there yet. And so thank you, boys, for being very patient. You know, so this is this yeah. has come with growth on my side in a lot of ways. So well, you know, and, and and if you want to, babe, you can go to the next slide. But, oh, I but next slide. I, while you pull that up, I'll say this. Um, you know, just know that <clears throat> you know, when you're coming to class, this is not you're not you you're in an elite class you're, you're yeah. i mean the stuff that we're teaching you is really heavy cutting edge stuff and uh, don't underestimate the power of what you're learning and don't uh, don't um you know don't be surprised when you're just light years ahead of a lot of people in your family regular people don't know this stuff you're learning from two phds that are at the highest level of our fields in these two areas so um that means you're going to be you know I, I my goal at the end of the day is i'm going to bless you with an, an amazing superpower and what you don't want to do is become uh, arrogant and self-righteous and judgmental <laughs> of people who don't understand what you understand or who aren't where you are. Um, uh, you're you're going to be ahead of 99% of all white people, you know? Uh, so, so, so just sort of be patient and uh, lead by example, uh, work with the people who are willing to work with you. And what you will find is that when you create those successes by working in the collective with the people who align with what you're saying, other people are going to take notice and they're going to want to be a part of that. Everybody wants to be a part of something that is successful or they're going to come to you and they're going to ask you to borrow money because you're going to be uh, better off financially than the rest of the family. And then at that point, you can have like, you know, you can have better conversations. When I have relatives that come to me and ask for money, then the trade off is I might give you some money. But now you're going to have to listen to me and listen to me and break down all this stuff that you weren't listening to before in order to even get me to consider investing in you. Um, oh, no. Because, they're going to be like, just shut up and give me the money. I want to hear what you have to say. Right, right, right. And if that's your, <laughs> right, and if that, if that's your answer, you will not get my money. You ain't getting the money. Right. You will, you, will not get, you will not get my money unless, you, unless you're ready to help us understand why you keep having to borrow money from me in the first place. Oh, my God. Yes. It's like, don't borrow money from me. You borrow right. money from me. You better not ever come near me with a new pair of shoes on. I'd be like, who told you to buy those shoes when you owe me money? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, you know, but so so I think I think money really is power and uh you can utilize yeah. it in a way, in an ethical way, to uh achieve certain objectives in your life. So go ahead, babe. What yeah. is this slide we have here? I don't I don't loan money to anybody. If somebody comes to me for money, mm -hmm. I would rather just give it to them. Okay. So let so I agree with you. So let's 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 look at the okay, so this slide now this is a marriage slide. Um yeah, so I do want to talk about this because I really think this is important. So there's a nationally representative um longitudinal study of men and women in the United States and they started them when they were